HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. I'm Souther Teague of Amoria Margo and a co-host of The Speakeasy right here on Heritage Radio Network. You know, my favorite thing to do every week is to come here and be on the show. I have lots of jobs. I'm a very busy person. Um, and I do this because I love it. I get to sit down and talk to all my heroes for about an hour every week. It's incredible. And I hope that you enjoy it, making a great effort to share with you. And we'd like you to share back with us. It's our summer fundraiser, and we'd love for you to donate uh, at heritageradionetwork.org forward slash donate. You can click on the beating heart, and you can even choose shows that you'd like to donate to specifically. And you can also choose a recurring monthly uh, gift. Uh, and for all that, we'd be greatly appreciative. Thank you so much. Space Drum. We're back. Episode number 247. That crazy tribal sound you're hearing right now is our friend Bob Burt making his one millionth appearance here on the show. There you go. Bob Burt has been on the show more times than I have been. As always, I'm face to face with everybody's favorite pizza, Pizza Rambo. Is this thing on? <laughs> hey. I'm glad we got uh, we, we we got a hold of Bob here, and also there's a, a professional photographer in house for all you people watching at home. You look good, Pete, as if you were having your photo taken. Yeah, yes, as if you were still uh, like when you were alive. Actually, you do look clean, Mike. No, you look watching, clean. I brought the space drum. I was very upset. I was watching. Uh, Craftwork was doing a thing on, ah. okay, with the um, one of the astronauts, one of the German astronauts from the International Space Station. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I like it when the International Space Station does this thing. I liked when the Canadian guy, Chris Hadwick, did um, the David Bowie song in space. I thought that was a very high point of the entire I didn't experiment. know David Bowie was uh, Canadian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, um, but the, but this was such anti-American propaganda. Right. He's like, we'd like to thank every country in the world, like list 160 countries except for America. Oh. <laughs> Nothing wrong with some uh, 
Spacey Krautrock. Well, we kind of, we kind of did. Well, between the Germans and the Americans, I guess we kind of it was kind of a joint venture. Uh, Werner von Braun. Werner, yes. Who Werner. cares? Uh, well, we're here. We're here. What an audience! What an audience we have today. All right, this is important. I, we're ripped, Bob Burt. This is uh, this yes, is your life. You. This is your life, Bob. <laughs> this is very. It's like sixty minutes. Only it's thirty minutes. Take my life, please. <laughs> so Bob, of course, everybody knows, has played in such bands as uh, the Rolling Stones. When I say the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, of course. Of, of course well, I mean, he's, the, he's the, the fifth Beatle. He's the, he's the and the sixth and the seventh. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. I mean, I usually mean Pussy Galore when I refer to that part of your career and uh, Sonic Youth. The world's a little weird without Sonic Youth, don't you find? Uh. No, I think the world's still spinning. <laughs> Things didn't come to a crashing. I, I think they were around for uh, a I, I, good I, amount of time. You know what? I, I have to say I miss them. Isn't that the uh, that's Thurston Howell the Third's group? <laughs> yes, and, and Lovey. Oh yeah, Lovey. <laughs> I love them. Well, that, I was, that, was, that was the longest, like, three-hour pleasure cruise of all time. That was a right, three-hour cruise, baby. I think it's great. Uh, Bob's currently playing with uh, Lydia Lunch Retrovirus, and you guys just do not fucking stop. Where are you going? Where are you heading next? Uh, it it uh, seems that way. Dateline, Bushwick. Uh, I mean, you had, how many years have you been playing with Lydia now? It's approaching six at this point. Uh, it's, it's, inc- it's incredible, and it's, um, I, I mean, the demand for Lydia Lunch is, is, is like, impressive. We were just in ta- Tasmania. We were, yeah. We played the uh, Dark Mofo Festival down in Tasmania. That sounds proper. <laughs> what do you eat in Tasmania? This is what I want to know. Tasmanian devils, I hope. Uh, oh well, as soon you know, as soon as we landed in Tasmania, Tasmania is known for its oysters. Uh-huh. And a half a mile outside, outside the airport, we went to this place and we just. Ordered this the biggest platter of oysters I've ever seen. It was amazing. The biggest platter of oysters. And, and I heard you you paid a visit to the Blunny uh, factory, or did they visit you? No, you know, someone when I was told we were doing this thing, and I've never been, I've never gotten any kind of endorsement or gift in my whole. Uh, I want to work on this because I saw the <laughs> drum set you're bringing out with John Spencer, yeah. and I think you need to make place a call to Mr. Black and Decker. Yeah, or Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but. Uh, yeah, so you know, we were somewhere earlier. Lydia said, "Bob, do you would would you like a free pair of Blundstone boots? What size do you take?" And I said, "Certainly." And so uh, after we arrived, I was in my hotel room. And they said, "Come upstairs." And I walk upstairs into this giant party room with this big spread and open bar. And uh, there was a guy and who boots. says, "He's they had a whole selection of boots." And I said, "I like those." And the guy says, "Oh, what size? 11? All right. And they hooked me up. It's your American size, or your Aussie size. Yeah, it's my American size. Right. I, I regret the three times I've been in Australia. I, I did not get to Tasm- Tassie, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but, and probably never will. That's pretty fucking remote, dude. Yeah. Tassie? Yeah, it's great. It's as far away from here as you can get. <laughs> without, without being on your way back. So where else did you play on that tour? Uh, we played two shows in Melbourne, and then we played in Brisbane. And Very nice. then, we, then we went to Hobart, and on the way back, we played in Sydney. My favorite we, city. We, we played in. I like Sydney Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sydney Fields. Is, <laughs> we played in Los Angeles. That's outside the San city. Francisco Sydney Fields. That's good, but you guys have been all around South America. You've been everywhere, Lydia. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah. See, Lydia gets around. Colombia. You know what I mean? 
Lydia's a global female. Talking about Columbia, uh, you were going to play something. She always got around. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's great. And the band, the band is really, really, really great. Um, I got to tell you, I was taken aback. It's when I, you know, you go to see Lydia lunch. It's kind of like, well, if, yeah. if, I, if I want a woman to scream at me, I might as well just stay at home. But, 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 but no, it, it's not like that. It's very groovy. It's very um, more rock and roll than I expected. It's obviously like they got the new wave vibe. Well, but it's, well, most uh, people, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, groovier than well, you might expect from like her. Early. Most people, the most people don't realize how uh, different and, and a unique Lydia Lunch's musical career has been because she's made a million records. She's worked with everyone from Roland S. Howard to Nick Cave to you know. Yeah, and she she goes from you know jazz noir to psychedelic. Yeah. Last time I played with her was in Athens, Greece. Wow. We had a delightful <laughs> dinner that last, a typical, like, you know, Greek promo dinner out by, uh, by the waterfront, you know, uh, 20 courses of delicious seafood, unbelievable stuff, octopuses, oh, uh, you know, sea bream, uh, red snapper. And we'll, we had to leave. And as we're leaving, we're getting into the cab, Lydia, too. Uh-huh. And the owner of the restaurant is running and... She, shoves himself it was a closing the door and the, the cab's literally moving and he says no no you you must have the dessert <laughs> and he shoves the dessert you know greece is so beautiful that's, that's the one place i haven't been oh you haven't been aha so i trump you oh excuse me don't use that word i, I, I trump you there no cursing so, on uh, you've uh, never been in greece it's very sticky yeah uh, swim the English Channel, as they say. <laughs> well, I think that I think that's that's entirely groovy that the the Lydia thing uh, goes and goes and goes. But you're getting on the road tomorrow, right? No, uh, well, no, getting on the road on Wednesday. And, oh, oh, yeah, they, yeah, whatever. And, dri- and, dri- and driving to uh, that, isn't mañana Wednesday in Spanish? Driving driving to Michigan to rehearse for two days solid and then play our first show. Where? In some uh, town I've never heard with of. Our, That's not very informative, uh, <laughs> with, our, with, with our good friend. We're trying to uh, plug your show. Yeah, okay. Slow hand, John Spencer. It's not my show. I'm just a, I'm just a metal drummer. <laughs> you are literally a metal drummer. We should have gotten our metal, metal heavy metal friends here. I saw a picture of that drum set. It's sort of like a flashback to Pussy Galore, but only more so. Yeah. It's a... Uh, There'll be no actual drumsticks used with this drum kit. There's a, a, a are there any actual drums? Yeah. Well, there's a drummer, and I'm playing. You know, I'm embellishing the drum. I saw. Let's see if I can remember. Call from <laughs> the photo I saw. There was an oil tank, which is classic. That's, uh, that's the Bob's Bob Bird signature riff. Yeah, that's from the Pussy Galore reunion and, show. And uh, there was some sort of circular saws. You know, which, for rattle. Right for a little, a little rattle, of course. Yeah. Um, that would be the black part, and then the Decker part <laughs> um, with, with some other oddball pieces of scrap metal. Well, you know, we got the, the metal car spring on top of the gas tank, and uh, an actual garbage can turned upside down. I took the top of the garbage can and put some chains on it, and made some kind of, you know, new age uh, crash symbol. Some Zev style crash symbol. Zev. The last time I saw him, it was on the Uncle Floyd show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you, the first time I met Michael Chandler of the Ron Chans, our, uh, our, our good friend who we miss very much, the first, the, the first night, I, uh, he was always late. Um, 
The first night I met Mike Chandler, uh, I was with Mike Maraconda and I think George Sully were at the old No Say No illegal speakeasy dance hall on Rivington Street. This is 1982. Um, and uh, the, the guy with the drums had already left. And we were pretty, pretty drunk. And I emptied out a couple of garbage cans out in Rivington Street and dragged them into the bar. Nice. Flipped them upside down in the bar and we did a good, pretty convincing version of Louie Louie that probably <laughs> lasted between three That's and four That's when the East Village was the al- East almost Village. still the East Village. <laughs> almost. Last night she came back on the scene. Going back to Zev for a a second. Queen. Did you know that Zev was also on the Gong Show? Oh, oh, I didn't. My favorite. (laughs) I served no Louis before it's time, though. I've never played Louis Louis in my life, and I never shall. I serve, I serve no Louis before it's time. Uh, <laughs> it was a gong show. There was a gig even John Spencer couldn't get. Yeah, true. <laughs> so what's John really like? Uh, he, he's wonderful. <laughs> I always thought he's one of the finest of the young people coming into our business uh, today. Yes. John Spencer. He's a good guy. Good guy. I think he's got a bright future. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what, while, while we're talking about it, so John, John is getting on the road, and uh, John's our great friend. We're sorry he's not here today, but he is, he is flipping and flopping and fretting and flying like he does because he's getting I ready feel music to go. coming his on. His first uh, solo tour and his better. new record, yeah, John Spencer Sings the Hits. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's his first solo tour, and the, uh, the record is... It's one, hot. Of, one of the best things he's ever done. Yeah, I can, I can really dig it, and I, I think... I think uh, um, if, man, if you dig the Blues Explosion, you're going to dig this even more. Hey, Matt, why don't we spin it? This is the, this is the single from John Spencer's oh. new record. Sp- oh, Spencer do, you, do you know how to play it? You know, <laughs> we <laughs> all, we, I was born doing the trash can. No, but I have to learn really quickly. Oh, <laughs> I think then, you're, you're going okay. to be okay. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, depends. Matt, drop it, do the trash can. Don't forget, Bob, that's a dotted eighth in the 16 measure, okay? All right. Oh, all right. In, 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 the, in the key of blues, drop it. How long are you going to be out with Johnny? I'm going out for John, with John for a solid two weeks every night in the Midwest. And then when I come back from there, I'll be home for a little while. At the end of September, I'm going into the deep south with Lydia Lunch. Very good. And you're doing the shows with How John deep? Spencer with uh, the Melvins too, right? Yeah, and then after and a week after Lydia's tour, I go to Europe with John. And it's going to be weird because just like remembering from the old days... You know, we're probably gonna have to go there a few days early, go to the junkyard, you know, whatever. <laughs> Build an old drum kit. Well, you're, you're not you're not gonna actually like, bring like an oil tank with you on the plane. No, or the all the metal rods or any of that. Stuff. Does John like have places spotted out? Do you know? Do you have, like a map of like a treasure map of like the great junkyards of Germany? Knowing John, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know? There's this thing called Google now. 
I remember we were, me and John were working on the record um, for I Have Fun Everywhere I Go, the soundtrack for the book, and he, he had, she dropped a microphone out the window and put it in a dumpster on like a 300 foot cord, and then got up on the top of the building and started like dropping wrenches into the into the dumpster. Yep. And I said, is that the way Pussy Galore worked? Yep. Uh, so when we when we were recording with Albini in, in Chicago. Ah, the- ah, you were ah. on Pixies too? Yeah. You too. <laughs> did, he, did he order his favorite pizza? Today's his birthday, actually. Uh, happy birthday, Steve. And uh, so we actually, one of the songs that we recorded, we did it in the studio and then piped it back out and recorded it coming through the van speakers while we're honking the horn and stuff. And that's the one that ended up on the record. I can dig it. The pussy I, have to, I have to say, I owe Steve a, a great debt because he said the most important thing to me. At the end of uh, making the record with us, he looked at me. We were the only ones in his little control room in his house. And he looked at me and he says, what do you guys need a producer for? You, know, you tell me now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and make the check. Make well, the, he never, uh, he never two took, eyes on Albini. Yeah, he never took producer. No, he never did. It was, it was always recorded by. Right. Uh, he recorded uh, us. Which, uh, it's very nice. You'll never know how much I really love you. You'll hey, where's our pizza? And, really and now he's that's the only reason I'm here. And now he just won the poker championship. Did he? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. Actually, I see. I, that's we, we were be watching more that. Than rock and roll. <laughs> we were watching that uh, my, with my son. Uh, the, the, uh, it was it televised? I hope. I don't know, but he won the big bracelet. He won a hundred and something thousand dollars. Holy camoly! <laughs> Good. Good for you. Wow. Steve, Suppose, happy he, birthday and, uh, and enjoy the money. Yeah, that's he's, right. He's always got rock and roll to fall back on. <laughs> well, supposedly he's making more money playing poker. That's what's keeping his studio open. Unbelievable. Mike, I'm here for the pizza. Quite honestly, you know. Well, 247 shows later, it's reminding everybody. Show 247 on the countdown to 250, the final solution by popular demand. We are done. We're being liquidated. (laughs) Everything must go. Everything must go. Everything and will go. I lose money on every sale, but we make it up. Oh, man. On volume. That's right. All right. I'm going to take a stab at a song. How about that? You know what? You will, I heard, I, I, I was out in Jersey recently, and I heard Mike Edison will not be undersold. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. You, gotta, you were talking about Columbia. I, I, I live in New Jersey, and I've, I've heard that since birth. You've heard that. Come on, here we go.
drummer in history is about to top out Hal Blaine and uh, Kenny Aronoff, the most recorded drummer in history. Uh, I want to talk to you about the Wolf Manhattan Project. All right. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were breaking a break into Hockey Tonk Woman for a second there. So uh, what's going on with the Wolf Manhattan Project? Uh, we miss our friend Mick Collins. Uh, we thought we'd stop by today. But, uh, yeah. He's out with the Gories, the Dirt Bombs. No, he's out on a Detroit All-Star kind of thing. Oh, like a Motown kind yeah. of like, So it's like the big chill, the former basically. former Motor City. The, that, last, the last thing he said to me when the last time I saw him, he says, yeah, I'm singing Kick Out the Jams with uh, Wayne Kramer. All right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it is kind of like the big chill. I was, I was looking today at the list that came out of the, the uh, most successful uh, rock and roll bands of the last year, the people who made the most money, if success is indeed the... Uh, measured by money. I would like to, I would like to use that as a yardstick. <laughs> you would like to use that as a yardstick? Yeah. Um, well, you, you weren't on the list, oddly. Uh, <laughs> if, if that's the case, I'm a total failure. Uh, number 50 was the Chainsmokers. Uh, I've never heard of them. I've never even heard of them. Um, Sounds well, unhealthy. They had a record called Memories Do Not Open. Uh, fourth highest number of downloads, 3.5 million. Shh. I don't know, Def, Def Leppard was number 49. God Most of these him. are legacy bands, you know? Um, uh, U2 is number one Taylor Swift is Wow Number 48 I, I mean I don't even New kids on the block Are in the middle of this Like we're talking like The GPA of most small Latin American countries Who's number two Who's number two um, Somebody who probably Is number two Paul McCartney At number 17 Ooh. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, Who is number tell, tell us something two. We don't know <laughs> Number two Garth Brooks Who oh, just oh, Who just Garth. finished His 390 date Concert tour Whoa. Okay, which he did in one week. Yeah, seriously. Cowboy Hats and Talca, number three. Bruno Mars. Ed Sheeran, oh. who I still haven't even fucking heard. Oh, my God. Um, Lady Gaga seems, seems nice enough. But Billy Joel at number seven. Oh, really? Very good. For, uh, thank it's, you, it's, Billy. You know. The Long Island Sound. The Long yeah. Island Sound. <laughs> oh. oh. I, thought was the, I thought that was the Good Rats. Oh. That was the good rap. The, the, the Maspeth sound, the sound the of the flesh. Blue Oyster Cult. Anyway, when's the Wolf Manhattan Project coming? Your project with Kid Congo Powers. Well, and, we're still and, the, actually the record is, is slated to come out around the same time as John's record. What a new record! Yeah, or our, yeah, our album that we recorded three years ago. Ah, so the, so the seven inch is the only thing that, that's available. I've been. Yes. The, ah, well, we have it. We have it uh, queued up. I think uh, if you want to hear a little bit of it. Sure. They're here. Actually, they drop that mat and keep the mics hot. So they're here. Can, they're here in the studio. So we can. Uh, you know, talk, the talk, talk to Bob about art and music. There you go. That sound like you? That smells like you. Smells like you. I can dig it. I guess it reminds me of my all-time favorite movie, fake movie band, Mumbling Jim from Psych Out, Roger Corman movie with uh, Jack Nicholson. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever taken acid and tried to cut your hand off with a chainsaw? No. Do you think it's possible? I, I, with the I, have, I have taken acid, but something told me that you know taking acid and chainsaws not a good combination. I think with his new band, though, John Spencer sings the hits. A chainsaw might be might be a direction to go in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> We were just talking about the plasmatics last night. Boy, they were ahead of their time. <laughs> that face, he's making a face. 
Yeah, did, didn't Von Elmo also use a chainsaw? Von, Von did. Yeah, that was the, uh, the crescendo of his act. Uh, <laughs> we were label mates at uh, the fabulous uh, Red Star Records and all played together at the, the Mud Club for the Red Star Express weekend. Uh, starring Suicide and the Flesh Dogs. And, and I saw him play... And Von Elmo. A week ago in Coney Island with... Uh, <laughs> Weasel Walter and Tim Dahl backing him up from uh, Lydia, Lydia Lunch's retrovirus. What were you doing down in Coney Island? Going to see that show and going check to see, in. Going, yeah, to see Von Elmo. going to see Von Elmo. Von, if you see Von, uh, say I, I hello for me. Elmo. Huh? Why can't he be on the International Space Station? He should. I honestly like Von Elmo more than I like Kraftwerk. There, I said it. Kraftwerk, ne- <laughs> Kraftwerk never did time for robbing a bank like Von Elmo did. <laughs> I can dig it. So you guys, you guys did go to Tasmania with the Wolf Manhattan Project? We easily could. <laughs> <laughs> no one easily goes to Tasmania, dude. But, but go for the oysters and stay for the punk rock. Exactly. So you guys, you you guys have a couple things and people in common, Pete and Bob, Andy Warhol for one. Oh yeah. What yeah. happened? Nothing. <laughs> I was famous once for 15 minutes. There you go. Yeah. You're well, on the show. Well. <laughs> no. We're no. the last band ever on his TV show. Oh, okay, yeah. A sad fact. I, I had a job uh, silkscreen printing his artwork. Oh, well, that's <laughs> I, I used to work in a silkscreen shop, too, but not for, uh, not for Andy. Street <laughs> shop too, and the guy, the guy that ran the shop, all he wanted to do was smoke pot and send me out for sandwiches. Like nothing got done. Yeah. He had some good accounts too, the Lone Star Cafe, like all these like local bars. People want to know why their shit was late. It's like, well, it's because we're eating sandwiches and getting stoned up here. There you go. Sounds like a silk screen shop. Yeah. The only <laughs> escape is is drugs yeah. or alcohol, well, really. Not to mention the, the breathing in all those fumes. Is ah, yes, the, the toluene and the solvents. The toluene. Yeah. I don't think I'm getting up Italian. Well, I, I I love the Wolf Manhattan Project. Bob, I love everything you do. Oh, thank you. We, yeah, we love Bob. Uh, quite, quite, quite a uh, year of playing in bands. That's right. We were talking about um, our Where's friend. Where's my pizza? Uh, Kid Congo. Kid Congo just ours. Yeah, he just moved to Tucson. It's hot there. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hot, baby. Yeah, Tucson's yeah. hot. It's hot yeah. now. Anyway, New Haven was too much. Couldn't handle it. Yeah, pretty much. It was done. Too many goddamn college students. Yeah. I love the kid though. Say hi, say hi to the kid when you see you know what New him. Haven, you know what New Haven has? That Great pizza. And, and, and like more like bail bondsmen per capita than like anywhere. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. That is Sneaky Pete. No, that's in Bridgeport, right? Sneaky Pete, the TV show. That's in Bridgeport. Yeah, yeah. It's a bail bonds show. You know what, Mike? <laughs> wow. I said it was like 60 minutes, except it's only 30 minutes. It's only 30. And you know what? Is it's, it over already? It's racing by. <laughs> The people at home uh, breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, it's been wonderful. But you know what, Mike? I'm going to tell you Pete? something. Uh, tell me something, Pete. This is what i got to tell you, Mike. Tell me something, Pete. I- I'm not staying at your house no more. You know what? And well, I, didn't, what? I didn't want to say anything about it. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to hurt your feelings. You know what I mean? I think what you're trying to say is I ain't going to play on Sharky's Farm no, no more. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not going to stay at your place. Uh... You know, and like I said, I don't want to embarrass you. I didn't, you know, that's why I was afraid to tell you. But now that we're on the radio, I figure I could tell everyone. And the reason is, uh, I hate to say it, bed bugs. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. I'll tell you what. I want to thank Bob Burke one more time for coming out. That's it for Bob Burke. Bob, you've been on the show more times than I have been. Not true. All right. Fake news. That's it.
Davis. That's Matt spinning the knobs in the booth. Pizza around the mic and a smart decision. Don't forget this is episode number 247. We're coming up to the final solution, Pete. Hold on, those bed bugs. Bed bugs are sure evil. And they don't mean me no good. evil and they don't need the count no good well they think they are woodpecker and they take me for a chunk of wood well I lay down at night I can't put my feet on the floor I lay my head on the pillow I can't put my feet down on the floor Those bed books tell me Count, you can't sleep here no more Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.